Ah, welcome to Movie Magic. We would be honored if you would join us. Five, six, eight. Five, one thousand. Four, one thousand. Three, one thousand. I am the father. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Are you one of those single-tier people? All the dogs in King's Landing howl through the night. They cry out for their true queen. I'm Batman. Name's Bond. James Bond. One of them leads to the castle at the center of the labyrinth, and the other one leads to certain death. <gasps> Go ahead. Make my day. He sounds like quite a man. A passenger has died on the train. Who gave the order to kill me? Movie Magic with Colin Gomez. Money FM 89.3. Commence primary ignition. Not sure about you, but I have been waiting for the latest James Bond movie to be released. And I hope COVID doesn't take over again like it did the last two times it was supposed to be released in the movie theaters. So for the next few episodes of Movie Magic, uh, I just hope this movie is released. As a countdown to the latest Bond movie, I'm going to keep you up to speed about this super spy. Although I doubt I can cover every minute detail. But let's start with the first release of James Bond. It was released on October 5th, 1962. And since then, many actors have played this sexy super spy. Some have passed away, while the rest are aging. Even Daniel Craig is aging slowly as the super spy, but James Bond has not aged at all. The late Sean Connery was the first Bond to be on the big screen. But did you know that prior to Sean taking the role of Bond, there were two other actors? The late Barry Nelson, an American actor, took on that role. He was the first actor to play James Bond on the small screen in a 1954 adaptation of Ian Fleming's novel Casino Royale on a television anthology series titled Climax. Then the late Bob Holness, a British South African radio and TV presenter and occasional actor, took on the role of James Bond in a 1955 radio adaptation of Moonraker. But it was Sean Connery, an unknown actor at that time, that led a series of actors to take on the role of a sexy, sophisticated, thrill-seeking spy that goes by the codename of 007. But was he the first? We'll revisit that at the end of the show. So Dr. No was the first James Bond movie in the franchise, and as you already know, every James Bond movie has an opening song. But what was the opening song of Dr. No? Who sang it? Was there ever a song in the first place? The answer is no. Dr. No did not start with a song, but it did with the all-time favorite James Bond theme composed by the late British composer and arranger John Barry. Here it is. Money FM 89.3 That's a theme song with a fantastic shelf life. Everybody knows the James Bond theme by John Barry. I'm Colin Gomez and this is just part of a brief history of James Bond 007 on Movie Magic. And in this episode, I'm featuring all the men that played the role of James Bond. So how many James Bond movies did Sean Connery make before making way for other actors? Well, let's go back in time and count them. 1962, Dr. No. 1963, From Russia with Love. 1964, Goldfinger. 1965, Thunderball. So far, it's four Bond movies in four years, yeah? 
there was a void in 1966 and fans were wondering what happened to James Bond. Well, he emerged again in 1967. But it wasn't Sean Connery. Instead, David Niven wore the Bond tuxedo in the 1967 version of Casino Royale. That same year, Sean Connery came back with You Only Live Twice. The audience welcomed him back with open arms. But then in 1968, James Bond did not come back. However, in 1969, James Bond did come back. But it wasn't Sean Connery. It was George Lazenby in Her Majesty's Secret Service. And in this movie, James Bond was married. But there was a tragedy. And I must warn you, here comes a spoiler alert. James Bond's wife, Tracy, in this movie was shot in the head on their wedding day at a drive-by shooting. There weren't any Bond movies in 1970, but in 1971, Sean Connery came back as James Bond in Diamonds Are Forever. And that totals to six Bond movies. And will he be Bond forever? Well, we are in the future now and we know that didn't happen. Sean Connery gave way to Roger Moore, who did seven Bond movies in total. Live and Let Die was his first Bond movie in 1973, followed by The Man with the Golden Gun a year later. In 1977, it was The Spy Who Loved Me. In 1979, he did Moonraker, which, in my opinion, had the best movie poster. In 1981, it was For Your Eyes Only, and then he came back for the sixth time as James Bond in 1983 in Octopussy, which, at that time, Very same year, Sean Connery came back to play James Bond in Never Say Never Again. It was released simultaneously. I remember watching the movies back to back and this was when multiplex cinemas were not built yet. So I had to run from Orchard Theatre to Lido Theatre to catch the second movie. Literally, I was running so that I could watch two Bond movies by two different actors on the very same day. And I made it. Huffing and puffing and a little sweaty too. The only problem of watching two you know, new Bond movies with two different actors back to back made me a little confused at the end of the day. And when asked what Bond movies did I watch, my answer was, never say Octopussy, never again. Roger Moore came back as James Bond for the seventh and final time in 1985 with A View to a Kill. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Timothy Dalton took over at James Bond in The Living Daylights in 1987, followed by License to Kill in 1989. With just two Bond movies under his belt, he went on to act in other movies and not return as 007. So there was a search for a new Bond. And to fill that gap of no James Bond in theaters, Another radio play of James Bond was released and Michael Jaston played the role of 007 in the BBC version of You Only Live Twice in 1990. Movie Magic with Colin Gomez, Money FM 89.3. Six years after the last Bond movie, the search was finally over and the star of the TV series Remington Steel, Piers Brosnan, was chosen. He played the role of James Bond in Golden Eye in 1995 and from then on played the role approximately every two years as James Bond. 
Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, and finally Die Another Day in 2002, when he retired from the role. And then there was silence, as if a silencer from a James Bond's gun muffled the Bond world. There were no James Bond movies, but just the books by Ian Fleming. One year passed, two years passed, three years passed, and finally the fourth year they announced an actor was to take on the role of James Bond. He wasn't a big superstar back then, and he wasn't well-received. The press nicknamed him James Blonde, and unlike all the other James Bond that came before him, he was blonde. Could he fit into the shoes of James Bond? Could he say his name as convincingly as the previous actors that came before him, like, Name's Bond, James Bond. Of course he could, and he did it very well. He played the role of James Bond so well that he silenced the naysayers. Daniel Craig stepped up to the role in the remake of Casino Royale, and it was received quite well by critics and earned him a nomination for the BAFTA Award for Best Actor in a Leading Role. So let's go back in time again, and I've given, you know, the Bond's nicknames. Like Sean Connery was the Macho Bond, also known as the most favorite Bond by many, followed by David Niven, the Smiley Bond, then came George Lazenby, the Married Bond, followed by Roger Moore, the Funny but Suave Bond, Timothy Dalton, uh, the Forgettable Bond, Piers Brosnan as the Handsome Bond, and finally we have the Bond that silenced the naysayers, Daniel Craig as the toughest Bond. He just gets better and better in the role. Quantum of Solace in 2008, Skyfall in 2012, Spectre in 2015, and hopefully this year in 2021, we'll see him in No Time to Die. In theaters very soon. I hope so. If you've just joined us, you're tuned to Movie Magic on Money FM, and this weekend I'm featuring the men that played the role of the sexy super spy, James Bond 007. And I'm Gomez, Colin Gomez. Shaken and not stirred. Why did I say that? Anyway, uh, we've covered nearly everyone from Sean Connery to Daniel Craig, and I also threw in some radio and TV actors that took on the role of James Bond. Now, there are three more men that played the role of James Bond that I'm yet to mention. The first person I'd like to mention is Christopher Kazanoff. He played James Bond in Omnibus, The British Hero, a documentary and literary review-style show on the BBC. He acted out several scenes from Ian Fleming's novels, including the scene from Goldfinger, where James Bond was nearly killed with a chainsaw as opposed to the laser in the film Goldfinger. The second person I'd like to give credit for playing the role of James Bond is Toby Stevens. He's an English stage, television and film actor who has appeared in films in both Hollywood and Bollywood. He's best known for playing mega-villain Gustav Graves in the James Bond film Die Another Day back in 2002. He also voices Gustav Graves in the 2012 video game 007 Legends. And although he was the villain in the Bond movies, he also played James Bond himself in BBC radio plays of Dr. No, Goldfinger, From Russia with Love, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Diamonds Are Forever, Thunderball, Moonraker, Live and Let Die, and 
The Man with the Golden Gun. He has also read audiobook adaptations of Carte Blanche in 2011 and From Russia with Love in 2012. So he had played the role of James Bond nine times, not counting the audiobooks that he read. So now I'd like to tie this show up with a person to make an appearance as James Bond in Dr. No, in the theater release. Now, we all know that it was Sean Connery. But if you watch the opening credits of that movie, it opens with the usual gun barrel sequence. In fact, that was the first time they had this gun barrel sequence that would become a trademark for the series. We see a silhouette of a man who's supposed to be James Bond in the opening sequence, and he walks along a white backdrop shown through the view of a henchman's gun barrel. Now, he's aware that he's being watched. Bond quickly turns and shoots the assassin. Blood drips down the screen, the gun barrel trailing off and opening to reveal the main titles. We know the scene so well, yes? But do we know who the man in the silhouette is? No credit was given to this stuntman named Bob Simmons. So arguably, Bob Simmons could be called the first official James Bond actor on the big screen, even before Sean Connery. He was, in fact, the first person to portray 007 in a cinema-released Bond film. That opening scene with Bob was reused until Goldfinger, before being reshot with Sean Connery. There you go. A little history on the men who played 007. Bond. James Bond. Like I said in the beginning of this episode, this is just part one. The men that played the role of James Bond. And leading up to the latest James Bond movie, No Time to Die, well, if it's going to be released soon, I'll be featuring the Bond girls, the music and the artists, the gadgets, and of course, the cars, in future episodes of Movie Magic. I'm Colin Gomez, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the men who played the role of James Bond here on Movie Magic, Money FM 89.3.